Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, babe. No, you're not hearing things. It's really me, Diana Jebbia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I've been away for a little bit. Took a little over a month off, did a lot of traveling, had a lot of things going on, needed to kind of clear my mind and recenter before I came back better than ever. You get it. That happens, right? Um, I want to thank you so much, though, for tuning in, especially since I feel like I, I kind of left you there for a second. How are you? I hope you're doing good. You can always shoot me a DM on Instagram at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Follow me on TikTok, too. Same user there. And uh, while you're on the Instagrams, show Believe some love. They're at Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. So my first episode back, I really needed to do something fun to get myself, you know, back in the the swing of things and feeling things again. So I have an IRL Bravo bestie on the podcast. We talk a little bit about how we know each other, but I'll give you the breakdown now. He's so cool. His name is Chad Liston, and I actually met him because I am friends with his ex-wife, her new husband, and like all their kids. They have like a bajillion kids. It's amazing. And they're like, everyone's all good. I spent Thanksgiving with Chad and like the entire family. It was a packed house. And that was the first time he and I met. And I feel like it was a match made in heaven. Like, you know how people are soulmates? Like one time I heard the expression saltmates. And that's when you get salty about the same things. And I feel like he and I are on that level. I just knew I had to have him on the show and introduce him to all of you guys. He also has a great podcast called Little Family Van. How iconic is that name? Uh, that you can check out too. So uh, I will get things because I've kept you waiting long enough. I'm sorry about that again. But um, without any further ado, Chad Liston. Hi, babes. I'm so excited to have this guest on my uh, post first show post hiatus. This is actually an IRL Bravo bestie. I love when that happens sometimes. And it's funny because like we just met a couple months ago, but I knew his family forever. And it was kind of like this big buildup, like you guys need to meet, you guys need to meet. And of course it was like a match made in heaven. He is one of the hosts of the Little Family Van podcast and like one of the coolest people ever. Please raise your drinks and welcome Chad Liston. Ow, ow, ow. Hi. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much for coming. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. This is my so pleasure. exciting. My fellow I've been Aquarius, forward to this. Bravo bestie. I'm yes. Really <clears throat> There's not many Aquarius housewives. No, it's Kenya's, like Kenya. Kenya, yes. And um, Crystal. Yeah. And then Craig Conover and I share a birthday. Oh, really? That's funny. Okay. I used to like like that. that. Now I don't. Yeah, no. Winter (laughs) house ruined it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. So let's give you, let's haze you and give you uh, every question that I give every guest on the show. Okay. First one, um, just tell me about your background and uh, how you first got into Bravo. Well, I first got into Bravo through my now husband, but it was when we were first dating and I had kind of sworn off reality TV because I was on reality TV 
And I had done like a kind of a docu-series and I say kind of because it wasn't really real at all. But so because of that, I was just so turned off by the whole everything about it. So I, I didn't like, and before that happened, really the only shows I watched was like competition shows. Like I loved Survivor, Big Brother. Um, I liked American Idol for a long time. So when he like was so into it, I was like, okay, fine, I'll give it a chance. I was immediately hooked. He told me to start with Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. So... I started with Beverly Hills, but then he also was like, but I was like this, I wanted to start with the original. And he was like, well, the o- Orange County is the original, but it's kind of different than how it is. But I was like, it's okay. I like OG, like weird doc- docu-style like um, realities shows. And I was, I was hooked. O- Orange County, I watched all of them. I've watched every single episode of every franchise of probably mul- multiple times. I love that. And Orange County, I agree. I think... It is more for advanced Bravo users, but once you watch it, it's something you can easily fall in love with. I also feel like if you were someone who watched like um, The Surreal Life or the original seasons of like the Paris and Nicole shows, like it has the same vibe as that. You know what I mean? Like kind of awkward silences. Um, You can clearly tell they were just shooting just random stuff and weird things happened it's a totally different vibe than what we know of it now where it's like structured. They have times where they come and times where they leave and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Uh, Orange County actually got me hooked. I've said this multiple times on this podcast, but it was the episode where Vicky was accepting an award and she fell off the stage. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I love Vicky. <laughs> I love Vicky. Oh my God. What an me icon. Too. Um, and we'll have more to talk about all that stuff later and Vicky Gumbel. Yes. Um, yes. I want to know. There's exciting news about her today. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like the Bravo gods <laughs> literally rained all the news on us today. And we're running around like that episode of SpongeBob where he's in his brain and like throwing the files everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like that was us before the show. That's literally how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to know who would your Bravo bestie be and how would you spend a day together? So I, I think Kenya Moore would be my Bravo bestie. I love her. She is one of the funniest, I think, human beings on this planet from season one. And I'm actually like currently doing a rewatch of Atlanta. And so I'm on like Kenya's third season. She just is so good right off the bat. And that season, the, the, that show is fantastic at the beginning because of Nini and Kim and their dynamic. And it's so good. And then Kim leaves and it's a completely different show right away. And when Kenya shows up, it just, it's exactly what it needed. It needed that, like, I don't know, that antagonistic, but like funny person. Yeah. And so what would we do? Um, well, I would love to get pampered with Kenya more. And I would like, you know, I, I'm also, I used to be a, a hairstylist. So maybe we could do some Kenya more hair care. Um, maybe we could do a, a spa day and hair treatments, maybe a massage. Um, when I think of Kenya, I think of her being on a yacht a lot too, like in her bathing suit dancing. So I think we'd probably end the night on a yacht, drinking champagne, dancing the night away. Yeah, I love that. And what I love about Kenya, like she is rough around the edges, but you can tell deep down she's like got a really soft heart. Mm -hmm. So I feel like she would be an excellent Bravo bestie. And when you think about her story, it, of course she would have like rough edges. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you think of the type of person she is and how she grew up and, you know, like the story with her mom and all yeah. that kind of stuff, like 
who wouldn't be a little prickly and have their guard up all the time. But I, as the fellow Aquarius in me, I can see through it and I can see her true heart and um, I love her. Totally. And like I said, too. she would crack me up. Like, not, and I, I love it when she's mean. I love a mean, a mean person. Like, I honestly love it. Be a little mean to me. Like, that's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. So a little I would nice. love it. Yeah, a li- yeah, a little. <laughs> I love that. Um, all right. So as we mentioned earlier, there's like 870 million things in Bravo News today. Yes. So uh, we're going to spill some Bravo tea. So the yes. first thing I want to talk about, this is probably the week's biggest headline. Jen Shah finally had her sentence oh my God. Was canceled no less than 950 million times. But Seriously? she's been sentenced to six and a half years of prison for her role in a fraud scheme. It's followed by five years of supervised release. And she's going to be reporting on February 17th. So I want to know, what are all your thoughts on that? Did you think she was going to get that amount of time or any time? Well, my first thought was she looked fantastic going into (laughs) the courtroom and i think for her that's probably all she cared about and so i think for her it was a win overall because she looked great um i thought she was gonna get more i don't know why i i guess i do know why because of the the chrisley stuff which i don't understand why they got such a high sentence now considering i don't think from what i understand they didn't really have real victims it was kind of just the government and then jen got such so much less yeah, so I'm kind of confused about that. So I, I actually, I have a group text with my husband and his cousin, and we only talk about Bravo in that group text. And um, right before it was announced, we were like making guesses, and I was like 10 years. I don't know. I just was like, that seemed a little bit less than the maximum, but like about right. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I honestly thought she was going to get anywhere from, I think I said eight to 10 years. And the thing mm-hmm. with the Chrisleys, that kind of influenced my decision too. I Me think we got more time because they did not take any responsibility. And I think had Jen mm. gone down the path, like I'm innocent, I'm innocent and not plead guilty, she would have yeah. ended up in their shoes. True, 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 true. That's a good point. Well, then I guess she made the right choice because I don't believe anything she said. So I'm shocked that the judge did. But the judge also said, like, I'm only going to take into consideration the Jen Shaw I've seen in court. And I'm like, well, that's not the real Jen Shaw. You probably should consider other things because did you see that video that someone took of her like having a full-on meltdown on the streets of utah a couple of weeks ago no i heard about it but i didn't see it oh my goodness i'm just like she is really the the person that we see on the show and i also think that's why the entire cast is terrified of her Mm -hmm. because they are truly terrified of her because she's a scary person i agree and i thought it was really um generous of the judge to not take her persona into consideration because if you think of Erica's trial, like they are using that footage as evidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. She's lucky, honestly. She she got a judge that I guess was the perfect judge for her, I guess. I don't think she probably could have gotten less than what she got. Right. And I was thinking for a second, I was like, did she get less than Stuart? Because he got a kind of a hefty sentence for like his plea bargain. Oh, I don't remember what his sentence was. I think it was if it probably wasn't actually more, but I think it's pretty close to the same. And that's that's also shocking. Yeah, that's interesting. Because she held out for so long. Yeah. And I'm sure it cost the state a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Because they were preparing a case for her and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah. And yeah. then also, did you see page six was reporting that after she was sentenced, she had a dinner party for twenty people at an Italian restaurant? <laughs> oh Jen. Yes, I did. 
It's just, and I don't, I, and then like watching this current season and the and the past episode that just happened with them like paying that bill to Angie K. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you guys doing all this stuff on camera? It's like, what is happening? It's just, it all seems silly but I guess it's over now it's like she's been sentenced so whatever happened yeah. happened. well I did a TikTok about that and that was my whole point I'm like yeah I get you want to spend time with your family before you head out and like Italian food from New York is the best but like I feel yeah. like a to-go box would have been more appropriate and people yeah. ripped me apart they're like let the woman eat I'm like where did I say she couldn't eat no, I agree with you 100%. It's it's incredibly tacky. And all it, I she's but she's an incredibly tacky person. Yeah. She had a little tiny top hat in, you know, in her confessionals and defrauded the elderly. So, we're not talking about super high class here. Yeah. What do you think it is with these housewives who've committed crimes? So like obviously Teresa's done time and we don't really know how much Erica knew about her husband's dealings, but having done all these crimes and then they go on TV. What do you think their thought process is about that? Like they can get away with it? I just think that they're so focused on fame and probably have been from an early age. They don't care or they're mm. blinded when it when the spotlight finally is on them. They're like, well, whatever. I've gotten away with it this long. We'll continue. I don't think Teresa is a criminal. And I think she got wrapped up in her husband's stuff because she's incredibly incredibly dumb mm-hmm. um I do think that Erica knew what was going on and probably helped and probably is more of what Teresa was sentenced you know and the role that she played with her husband that's probably in reality actually how Erica and her husband were mm-hmm. um and then Jen Shaw's just like a criminal mastermind scam artist yeah so yeah she's like she's straight up like uh, she always looks like a Disney villain, like even in court. It's like she can't stop herself. Mm-hmm. She just is clearly she was made. She wasn't even made for reality TV. She was made for comic books. She's like a Batman Joker-esque type. She oh needs like God, a so name. Right. Especially mm-hmm. with the one reunion outfit where it looked like Yzma. Yeah, it's insane. Every Everything she wears is just truly from the very beginning. It, for the first time you see her, she's just in the most insane thing. Yeah. She always, it's always looked, it's a villain. Every time it's a villain, a different type of villain, but it's a villain nonetheless. Yeah, well, now she's getting her Disney villain ending and uh, we'll mm-hmm. just have to stay tuned with that. Um, I know. Speaking of another villain, Real Housewives of Beverly yes. Hills, we are losing Lisa Rinna and then it was announced today. We're also losing Diana Jenkins, which sidebar, my first and last name is unfortunately the combination of the two worst people <laughs> to ever hit Beverly Hills. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Uh, I To quote Lisa Vanderpump, ding dong. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, yeah, I think that, yeah, Lisa Rinna, her time was up. I, I think her time was up a while ago. My husband Austin always says this about the Real Housewives villains. They stay on like a little too long. They're better for like two to three seasons and then yeah. give them a break and then bring them back. You know, like, they don't need to be on for eight straight seasons because, like, it's exhausting because a lot of times they do kind of have to carry the show on their back. And obviously, Lisa Rinna is a dark, dark person. And so as she was digging deeper for storylines, she just got darker and darker, like her soul. It was almost icky to watch. Like, reality TV, when it 
becomes just mean and like mean about real life things. Like I always use Kelly Dodd and the Black Lives Matter yeah. Matters movement. And she yeah, she's was the worst. absolutely gross about it. Like that was no yeah. longer fun to watch. And I think Lisa Rinna was kind of bordering on that territory with how she was coming for people's lives and their livelihoods. Yeah, and then when it came down to Kathy versus mm -hmm. Lisa Rinna at the reunion, and Rinna was completely destroyed by Kathy, who's always on a cocktail of um, alcohol and pills. I mean, let's be honest about that, you know? So, and if someone like that is able to completely destroy you, your time is up. Mm -hmm. Like, what more can you offer? Right, right. There's nothing left. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy she's gone. I don't know what's going to be next for that cast because now we lost Diana too. I hear the show's kind of on pause, if you will, and they're yeah. reworking some things. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they will bring back Lisa Vanderpump. I would love for Kim Richards to come back. That would be the dream. Yeah, yeah that would be really cool because now we'd have Kim, Kyle, and Kathy. Mm-hmm. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would truly be the dream. I would, I, in a dream casting, that would be my choice is to bring back just Kim. That's good. And keep the rest that are already there and just bring back Kim. And I feel like that would be really cool for me, especially because I love the family arc on the shows and New Jersey. Me too. Like I grew up around that. So watching that is like watching mm -hmm. my family, but it's different to see like the rich Beverly Hills showbiz family like let's yeah. sit under the rug and everything's fine but like in the dark corners that's where it all blows up when like italian families will just yell at each other in the middle of the street and then come over for dinner yeah some of the best housewife seasons are those middle seasons when kathy and Teresa and Melissa are all there with caroline and jacqueline like those are the best i love those yeah. seasons yeah so we'll see uh fun fact about kathy hilton though so over my little hiatus my cousin got married yes. in disney world and mm -hmm. uh there was a conga line and i literally handed my phone i think to my cousin or my mom and i was like film this and i was leading the conga line and i just posted it in my stories and tagged kathy hilton and she reposted me but like kathy hilton is so funny because she doesn't know how to use social media so Not then like I reposted her repost and then she reposted the repost that I reposted and <laughs> it then become my like, friends. Like uh, what's that movie where it's like Inception? Inception it was like yeah, inside yeah, of, yeah. Perception. And then yeah. our friend Amanda, she wasn't at the wedding, but her parents were. And she saw her parents, like she was randomly scrolling on her feed and saw Kathy Hilton. And she reposted this story with her parents. Like, oh my God. And then <sighs> Kathy Hilton reposted that story. Oh my God, that's so funny! Wow. Yeah. So Kathy. I was just in her story maybe a good like five times last month. That's incredible, and that's not the only housewife encounter you've had recently. I know. Okay. You sent On me an Disney. awesome picture. Mm -hmm. I went to Dorinda Medley hosted a party at Live Casino in Philadelphia, um, and she, I have to say, she's like one of the prettiest humans alive. Yeah, she looked really good. Yeah. I don't know what it is about, well, I do. Camera lenses just make people ugly. Like, I think it's just science and, like, the way the curve of the lens is. I, and I mean, think she also look, might have a new face. Yeah. And it's not like I think she has a, fa a new face. Show. It's just, like, you see them and you're like, oh, oh you know? Mm-hmm. But she was... Yeah, I, but I... 
Yeah, I, to me, I'm still saying it, it's a, a lot of surgery has happened on the off season for Durango. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's like a glow. You know what I mean? Yeah, she. Well, that's because she's probably not on pause anymore, so she's a little bit happy about that. You know, that's true. She she sees the light at the end of the tunnel. She's finally approaching legacy or whatever they end up calling it. So yeah, I love her. She made it nice. I didn't see her drink a lot. She was on the I can't dancing. believe that. I know. Shocked. Shocked. I know. She probably had to be on her best behavior. Probably, yeah. Hmm. Well, no, I good recommend for her. if you ever get the chance to party with Dorinda Madley, A plus. Yeah. That sounds like the dream, honestly. Yeah. Um, what did you do for New Year's Eve? We just had people over at our house. We had um Amanda and Jeremy and mm-hmm. our kids and their kids and we played games and toasted at midnight. Pretty low low key. It so was fun. fun. It's always a fun Nothing... party at your house. Yes, it was very yeah, similar to the one that we had on Christmas Eve or Love Christmas that. Day. Um, yeah, and nothing like partying with Dorinda, though. Yes. More like probably like partying with Kyle Richards. I love that, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. All right, let's... Um, because I also um, have three dogs and four cats. Yes. So, and five I kids. So, that, like, literally. That's the last time I remember, mm-hmm. the only time I was... Oh, yeah, you were sneezing. Yeah, and I was sneezing mm-hmm. well into... The next day, but it was so funny because Jeremy, when he walked me to my car, he like went full dad mode and he's like, your tires need more air. Like, let's drive. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like an idiot driving around like this, Diana. I was like, yeah, I figured it's just the weather and they'll be fine. He's like, oh, "Oh my my God. God, No. So then I'm like sneezing all the way in the car and he's like, uh, how long is this going to last? And I said, (laughs) maybe till tomorrow. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. It's fine. I love animals, so it's like I have to yeah, just suck it up and deal with it. Yeah, I, um, I get it. Me too. But, yeah, so we got the Vanderpump Rules trailer today. Yes. What oh are my your God, thoughts? It looks, I think it looks so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, but sometimes they deceive us with really good trailers, and then we get shitty seasons, so we'll see. But – this looks so good. It looks like an old, messy Vanderpump Rules season. Like, it yeah. feels like a return to form. Um, I was kind of, like, bored. And last season, I was honestly thinking, I was like, do I want to keep watching the show? Mm-hmm. You know, like, post-Stassi Jax, is like, is there still a show there? Um, you know, I don't know. And so now I feel like there is. Like, I feel like Swartz and Katie and Tom... And Lala, apparently, like, everybody shows up. I'm like, whoa, okay, this is cool. And then who's that random girl from, like, season two or three? Christina Callie. She did nothing. She was yeah. there for, like, a whole... They kept trying to make her be something, and she never did. I'm like, that's so funny that she's back. That's like when they brought back Lydia and OC. Yes. I'm like, why? Of all the people you could bring back, Lydia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, so um, it was so funny because they put in the caption, I think it was like, and an old friend is returning. And I was like, do they mean Christina Kelly? Yeah, I was like, I would love to see like Dodie or something. That'd be fantastic. I know that they did bad, horrible things, but it's like, come on. I just, they were bad, horrible people. I wasn't surprised by that. Yeah. Um, That's why we I watched mean, them. It looks like they're, they're kind of thriving without the reality TV. So... Yeah, it's probably better for, honestly, for all of their mental health and like, now they all have children and stuff i guess so like that's probably they should probably stay away from tv that's true totally um oh my god i had another question and i can't oh no i actually wanted to say it wasn't a question it was a a fact i was at the premiere taping for vanderpump rules so oh my god yeah they had um they announced they were filming it see you next tuesday 
Um, oh, cool. Friend of mine, and uh, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> so he's got to put it out there. Like we're no longer. Of course. Um, yeah, of course. You you know you gotta you gotta throw it out. But uh, I hung out by the booth. I was like talking to James, and mm -hmm. so I'm oh, cool. wondering how much airtime I got, if any, or if I'm gonna be like a blurry face or. Fingers crossed, you get you get a cameo, you get a moment. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm like like I'll wallpaper my apartment. I'll like screenshot it and wallpaper my yes. apartment with that. <laughs> Yeah, that would be definitely you should do that if that happens. Yeah. And it looked like Lisa, like the things I caught out of the corner of my eye, like Lisa was having a heart to heart with James. Um, oh, okay. Who in the trailer we find out is drinking again. I know. Oh, God. And he throws a drink on Swartz. Yeah. So it seems like he's back to his like old ways. I think he's also not just drinking. You know, I think he might be doing some pasta too. Yeah. Agreed. So. Um, and I feel like I now, love that he always pretends that he's sober. Yes. It's really cute that he always tries and we're like, James, come on. Well, I feel like he he really gave it a good try for Raquel. And I think it's obvious because now that he's not with her, he went back to it. And with those things, you kind of got to do them for yourself. Yeah. And do you remember when James had his gay roommate? Yes. You know, are we sure that James is, you know what I mean? Like, why do we think James has to be all the, always intoxicated all the time when he's with these ladies? You know what I mean? I'm just wondering about that. Questions, you know, just asking questions. Just <laughs> asking questions. Questions with Chad. Da -da -da -da. Just asking questions. <laughs> um, And then apparently him and Lala hooked up. Yeah, I mean, that's not shocking. I, that, I feel like Lala is like his one girl that he is like actually into. And so yes. he's like always trying to get to her. But she's not into him because he's horrible mm -hmm. and not really into women. So he doesn't know how to treat them. And so he's also really angry because he's not into women. So he's angry at them for not being better to be into. So he blames them. So he's just like, that's where it's coming from. And that would be incredibly hard as a woman to be with that type of person. So, but I also understand why Lala has sex with him every once in a while because he's obsessed with her. So that would be fun to have sex with the person who's obsessed with you. So... She's definitely got the upper hand and all that. Yeah. Oh, she holds all the cards. Mm -hmm. And she um, knows it, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's what I love about her. I read her book, and I'm like, this is a badass bitch. Another person who I met, and I'm like, you are so pretty. So pretty. We met her, too, one year at my husband's birthday. We went to Sir. We met her. Um, she was with, I think, Randall, because she was with a guy, and I didn't, it was before he was, like, on the show, and so I didn't really, like, know who oh, he was. Wow. Yeah, and we met a couple other people, too. I'm totally drawing a blank. And Peter, we've met Lisa, which is fun. Yeah, I met Lisa a couple times. Yeah. He was fine. I, Ken's always there. Yes. Which is so funny to me. Yeah, and he's always got the dog. <laughs> yes, always has a dog with him. Yeah, it's crazy. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, the trailer. I Also... So in real life, Swartz and Sandy's is actually open. And I was also wondering why it took so long for it to open. Yeah. So now I'm glad to find, I'm glad to be able to see the behind the scenes drama about what was going on, because mm -hmm. I feel like that's crazy. Why was it not open for so long? And I feel like when they finally did open, it wasn't like a, we're open. It was like, oh, hey, we're open now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's going to last. And it sounds like they spent a lot of money. So that sucks. But not. you know, I hope the show continues. I would love to go before it closes. Yeah. We should we should probably we should probably plan it soon. We should go tomorrow. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's got. I mean, honestly, they're probably like, please, please air so that we can. You know what I mean? Like they're probably like, oh, 
I hope we can make it to February 8th, you know? And yeah. I'm praying for them. I hope they can, too. It was luck, interesting boys. how Schwartz was like, if it weren't for this bar, I would still be married. It's like, Schwartz, if it weren't for you being Schwartz, you would still be married. Yeah. That's why. Come on, dude. They, uh, the only reason why they are still together is because of the show. Mm-hmm. And it clearly became not worth it anymore. They it, they both felt secure enough in their positions on the show that they didn't need to be in a relationship anymore to yeah. stay a cast member. But I think that's something that a lot of these shows do. It's weird because like, I see it on Summer House. Like, I think Amanda and Kyle, I think that's what happened to them. Um, you know, like... Austin watches Family Karma. I haven't watched that yet, but he says there's a couple on there that does that. Yeah, has the I go in and like, out. Like they haven't gotten married yet, and they've been together forever. Yeah, and you're like, why are you still together? And it's I don't. Know, I just think like sometimes reality TV, you feel like you have to stay together. Like Jackson Brittany. Like what the fuck was that? Like I don't think Brittany would have stayed with him in any way. But obviously, if she broke up with Jax, she would have been fired from the show. Yeah. So it's like that was a source of income for her because she was like a series regular on like a very popular TV show. So it's also kind of like a mind fuck to think about that too. Like they're like trapped in these weird toxic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's like reality TV spills into literal reality. Yeah. Because it's not, it is real, but it's, it is. I mean, like, I think after it's like this weird thing where I think like the first season of reality TV is pretty real Mm -hmm. in like, typically and then like season two three four it starts getting fake where they're put they're playing themselves and they're creating drama but then that world that they created becomes the reality they really live in so then like after that it's real again it's crazy so like I, i feel like that's how all of these shows kind of go where they like they have like a couple of seasons where it just felt like they were all like performing and being them you know weird versions of themselves but then that weird version that's like you know like whatever circus version they created of their life becomes their real life. Mm-hmm. So then it's no longer performative. It's just reality. And then they all get like makeover upgrades, like season two. And you mentioned you were a hairstylist. I want to know which yes. housewife or any, anyone on Bravo you think needs a makeover. Well, Lisa Renna's hairstyle is one of the most popular hairstyles that people bring. It's insane. I'm not kidding. People bring that Jamie Lee Curtis, um, like the short Jamie Lee Curtis hairstyle. Um, they still bring, not necessarily like the Rachel, but Jennifer Aniston. That's oh a very God. popular person. That's like, that's it. That's what people bring. It's crazy. My jaw is a game. Lisa Renner. Lisa Renna. I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, who needs a makeover? I mean, there's there's quite a few, I guess. Um, like, like, I'm like going back and like thinking of like Carolyn Manzo. Like, oh, sweetie. Yeah. She never had a good style, not once. Um bethany frankel like she what's going on with her and like she literally has more she's like more she's like turning into like a skeletor like the more evil she becomes on social media like the more evil she looks it's crazy uh oh did she well i vicky blocked me and so did kyle which is the kyle one is really sad because i actually like kyle richards a lot and one of my favorite movies of all time is halloween um you know i was like rooting for her not to die in halloween kills she didn't i was so happy you know, I was rooting for her to come back in Halloween ends and not die. She didn't again, you know, like, love that for her. Um, and then she blocked me. and I don't even know why, but I have a suspicion it's because of my husband. Because on my podcast, sometimes my husband is a guest and he likes, he hates Kyle Richards. Aww. And there's one episode specifically where he talks about her having little chiclet teeth. Oh. 
And I named the episode Kyle Richards Chiclet Teeth. So I think she saw that. Oh no! And blocked me. And it's not even my fault. So a lot of times at the end of episodes, I make a plea to anyone who knows Kyle or Kyle herself, if she would just please give me a second chance. I'm going to put so that out that there too. Again. I'm going to put that in the episode yeah. description. Because I really love her and she's one of my favorites. And so I just, I need her to know I really am a fan. Maybe we can make that the title of the episode. <laughs> Chad is really a fan. Kyle. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Um... All right, let's talk about... Zoom's, like, yelling at me that we have 10 minutes, but, I mean, we'll just close out and come back, if anything. I wanted to yeah, talk about the girl Ultimate Girls Trip cast, which I need to pull up because yes. I have old... I think I have it memorized. I think I I think I think know. Let's see. Vicky Gumbelson, mm-hmm. um, Gretchen, mm-hmm. Rossi slash Mrs. Slade. Yeah. Um, Camille... Former Grammar, mm-hmm. uh, Brandy Glanville, yeah. Carolyn Manzo, mm-hmm. my favorite, Alex McCord, mm-hmm. uh, Eva yeah. and Phaedra. Is that it? You do, Eva and Phaedra, you got it. Yes, I did. Woo, ding, ding, ding. I am most excited about Phaedra and Eva. I think they were my favorite parts of um, the Berkshires trip. Yes, they were so funny. And I am excited to see them in, like, a vacation atmosphere. That's going to be fun. Yeah, because now they're actually going to Marrakesh, which is going to be... Yes, that's... I know. And I think, so, it's cool, too, to think... So, I guess, like, everybody who is not returning, Dorinda Jill, Mm -hmm. um, they're going to be on Legacy Rumors, I guess. And then um, Taylor is on OC now. Mm -hmm. And who else? Oh, Tamara. And she's a full-time now on OC. Yeah. So... They brought back everybody else who didn't get a full time. So you know everybody that's there is going to be trying so hard because they know it's actually a pathway to get back on the show. Yeah. Which I think is a great way to recast people because I also think Bravo needs to realize they don't need to be bringing in new people. We don't care about new wives. I really don't. Bring back old wives. Find, like, uh, even just, like, random people we saw, like, bring, like, we don't need to cast a new Beverly Hills housewife. We already have you know, Alison Dubois, like, waiting there. Like, just bring her in. Like, it's time. Like, uh, there's just, like, so many side characters that we only get, like, one episode or one scene of that would be fantastic full-time. I'm just saying, Bravo. Yeah. They're staying on a gold mine. And I feel like they're kind of noticing that a little bit. But, like, they could do, like, an ultimate girl's trip of, like, one-hit wonders. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I feel like, you mentioned before that they try so hard because they want to get back on the show. And that makes it yeah. all the more fun for viewers. Yeah, Ultimate Girls Trip 2 was so much better than Ultimate Girls Trip 1, in my personal opinion. Um, I don't know what to feel about Ultimate Girls Trip 3. The cast seems so random. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's like people who are not on, people who are on. Um, The addition of Heather and Whitney is the most bizarre to me. Um, Leah McSweeney, like what is that? I don't know. I'm just so, I'm I'm shocked. I don't know, but I'm excited for it. I'll watch it. I'll Portia, watch everything they put out. After, did you watch Portia's show? She literally attacked an old lady with a boom mic. Yeah. I cannot believe that Bravo's bringing her back. I'm like, what is happening? I thought for sure Portia was done after that, but no, I guess not. No. No, you would think uh, after some felonies, too, Bravo would be done. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. You. Um, I'm like, watch when Jen Shaw gets out in a couple of years and she's back on the show holding yeah. center snowflake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she still thinks she's on the show, so that's cute. I know, I saw that. I was like, girl, Bravo has publicly said they cut ties with you. Yeah. She's in denial. And the, ju- 
Yeah, the judge was like, you're still a part of the cast? She's like, yes, from prison? Yes, okay. <laughs> Weirdo, Jen Shaw. She can't help but tell lies. She's just a liar. Yeah, totally. Um, all right, real quick. What did you think of last night's Potomac episode? Um, well, I think that this, I like it and then I don't like it. And this is what I'm saying because this is the point where reality is becoming like their their TV reality is inf- impacting their their real yeah. reality. I think the fight between Jacqueline and Mia and the fight between um Charisse and Karen is solely show mm-hmm. stuff. It's about them trying to get on the show. I think that Mia is upset because I think she brought Jacqueline on for a scene as backup for her and then the producers liked her. She ends up getting the contract. I think um Mia's like jealous and yeah. or worried that she'll come and usurp her somehow because that does happen sometimes. Um, I think that Karen, for some reason, has it in her mind that the only reason Cerise went to her mom's funeral was to try to weasel her way back into the show. And so I think she just has this, like, weird, dirty taste in her mouth. I don't believe that's probably true, because that seems really weird. But I think that that's what Karen believes. So they can't really say that. So they find a way to kind of, like, tiptoe around what they're actually fighting about. And so you see, like, their true emotions, but the thing they're fighting about seems so stupid. Yeah. It's kind of like they think Bravo thinks the audience is dumb and we're smart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, these women are literally fighting for like their job kind of like because because like Jacqueline and Charisse are like, we have like this lower position. We need to, you you know, like to, to start getting connections to be brought on to the cast. And if you're like excluding us or like whatever, then, then you're like taking away my paycheck. You're taking away my like income. And like Karen was kind of mean in her confessional when she said like, she said, like, she's looking for friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's she's just being rude. Yeah. How do you feel about what's happening? Or I mean, what it's entertaining nonetheless. But uh, I have pretty much the same opinions as you. I, I just want to see Robin and Juan get married again. <laughs> yeah, right? Like Finally. Jeez. Oh, happen. my God. I know. I still don't know if it will. But I hope her kids look cute in their suits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm bummed that Ashley and Luke broke up because I really was hoping for a Luke cameo next season. Oh, I know. Me too. Or, or Ashley on Summer House or Winter House yes. or something. That would have been so gone cool. Gone too soon. R.I.P. She actually would be really good on both of those shows. I agree. Winter House and Summer House. I like Ashley. So, She's a little shifter, yeah. but I like her. Yeah. Because she does it with a smile on her face. And so, you know, and she's so damn cute. So, like, yeah. you, you have to love her. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just think that Mia and Jacqueline are incredibly weird and they have a very weird relationship and um, I don't understand what's happening at all. Mm-hmm. And I have a ton of questions and I would love a documentary, like deep dive, like podcast, you know, like serial style Instagram on just Instagram live. Yeah, like just a full, yeah, like I need it for their whole friendship, like start to finish. Yeah, yeah, that dynamic's a little a little weird. It's like incestuous almost. Yeah, I, I'm just endlessly fascinated disturbed creeped out all of the above yes beautifully said well and then wait can i just say one can i say one last thing though about heather really quick okay i just want to say that heather gay is has lost um any goodwill that she had with me and i hope that she is fired okay i love that (laughs) not holding back chad that's why we love you Please? I think that she's she's a disgrace and um, all future housewives should look at her as a way to not be. Oh my God. Because she's incredibly annoying and maybe potentially tanked the show and it should be canceled just based on her actions alone. Hot Shame damn. on you, Heather Gay. Shame on you. 
The tribe has spoken. Please tell everyone where they can find you and where Kyle should unblock you from. Kyle, Kyle, please unblock me from Chad Versus on Instagram. And then you can find me on um, my podcast, Little Family Band. Yay! Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, thank I you. I really need to hang out again soon. Yes, we t- Yes, I agree. We do. Yes, and thank you guys so, so much for listening to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Rate this and Little Family Man five stars wherever you get your podcast because uh, we do these things for free and that means you love us. <laughs> yes. Bye. Hopefully. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>